Yo, what's going on? It's your main man, Rick the Dawn. Hey, what's going on, y'all? So uh, I did check out the fight, and I'm very curious to know what people think. There's a lot of chatter going on online. Before I get started, this episode is brought to you by the Rick the Dawn podcast. Something new out there. Go check it out and give your main man some love with a five-star rating. Why not? Anyway, uh, so <laughs> what's going on with boxing? Let's just talk about the obvious. We just had a controversial decision that took well actually it was a stoppage a controversial stoppage that happened what was it just last week between Rolly Romero and uh Israel Basaro or Rosso whatever his name is <laughs> this is where I'm gonna try to be a, a boxing analyst I'm not clearly no never nevertheless um we just had a huge debacle with Tony Weeks about the uh the stoppage between Rolly Romero and uh is was it Ismail Barroso. And um, I saw the fight. I saw that. I saw the highlights or what have you. And um, I agree with most people who saw that fight as something wrong, some kind of sabotage, some kind of screw job. Uh, I believe that Roley threw a shoulder punch and Tony Weeks decided to stop the fight. So it makes me wonder what's going on in boxing, man. Is it is it this bad? You know, I hate to sound naive, but it's just, you know, seeing the Roley fight, kind of shook me a little bit. I'm like, okay, it, ha it happens. You know, it's not the first time that a boxer has been screwed, but this kind of feels like a new epidemic or pandemic, if you will. So we know that Haney came into the fight 30 and 0 and, uh, you know, young guy, what was he 24 years old? Um, you know, someone who's going to have a bright future, 15 knockouts. So he's definitely a huge, huge prospect. Uh, you know, every sport needs a face um, with Floyd, have been retired. I think they're still looking for their face. Tank is definitely suitable. Um, but, you know, I just think they're still trying to find the it guy. And we know that Loma came in 17 and three with 11 KOs. Right. So that's what happened. Um, the, ju the judges, I, I do want to talk about the judges. Um, the judges were uh, Tim Cheatham, David Sutherland and Dave Moretti. Now, I think most people are upset with Dave Moretti. Who scored the fight 116 to 112? Both Tim Cheatham and David Sutherland scored the fight 115 to 113. As far as my score sheet after watching the fight, I scored the fight 115 113. Okay, so and I, I'm sorry, uh, I scored the fight 115 113 in favor of Loma. I thought that Loma won the fight. All right. So anyway, um, just kind of talking about the fight in general. Watching the fight was kind of cool. It started off with Haney. Dropping some bombs, man. Just doing a really good job. And um, it wasn't one-sided, though. I do remember watching the first three rounds. And actually, I would I would argue that Loma won the first round, too. But anyway, it started off with some good exchange. And then Haney started to get the better of Loma, I would say, around round two. Okay? I, I thought that round one went to Loma. I'm sorry. I, I You know, I, I saw it the first time, and I was like, oh, Haney got the best of them for the first three rounds. But when I saw the entire fight all the way to the end, I had to rewatch it. Like, wait, did I miss something? I rewatched it, and then I saw that, you know, Haney was getting tagged in the first round. So I, I gave, uh, you know, Haney the beginning of the fight for the, you know, the majority of the fight. You know what I mean? I would say things started to change around the end of round five for me. I think Haney had a convincing you know, uh, he did a convincing job in the first five rounds. If this fight was five rounds, then I would I would agree with the judges' scorecards. But man, what happened after the five, the fifth round? It just it just start to swing. I thought that round six things start to change. I thought round six was very competitive. Uh, competitive, whereas either fighter could have gotten round six. 
but around seven and higher, Loma just woke up. So um, that's how I saw the fight. I thought that Loma won 115-113. I would have been even I would have been okay with a split decision. Um, but to see a unanimous decision in favor of Haney is a little suspect to me, and it makes me wonder what's going on. It's like, you know, can, can we get somebody to check these these judges' bank accounts? Because that just seemed like a screw job. And I'm not, but I'm not here to um, you know, point the finger at anybody because one thing I noticed that a lot of people may not is that, you know, it's just my opinion. So, you know, for all I know, I'm and I'm not a boxing analyst, I'm not a boxing expert. So I want to make sure I stay in my place and respect the judges' scorecards and just give an opinion if nothing else. I don't want to uh condemn them and you know make them guilty of something I can't prove. But what I will say is it just felt bad, it didn't look good, the optics wasn't in alignment with what their scorecards were. Um, so let's talk about the obvious. Haney did an amazing job with body shots. In fact, I looked at the CompU stats and it looks like CompU box stats and it looked like Haney threw 100 body shots, landed 100 body shots. My, 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 my mistake. He landed 100 body shots and they were some good body, body shots. Um, and you know, usually you'll see a boxer start to wear down over the course of a fight from good body shots, but this was the exact opposite. Loma actually, came alive and like i said from round seven and upward i thought the fight was lomas personally I, I did see some of the timidness that some people were talking about in round two and three where he just wasn't really doing what he was supposed to do he's taking a lot of punishment i saw that i definitely saw that however um what happened after round seven for me was just pretty obvious Loma beat the crap out of haney so um it's in terms of punches loma landed 124 punches and that is higher than Haney's 110 uh, according to what I was able to find and pull up and um, you definitely saw those punches land let me tell you so from round seven upward what I saw was Haney get outclassed in a you know just in a boxing context I saw Haney just get wrecked man I think someone said I was looking online someone said that he's a young fighter Haney I'm talking about and what he does is he kind of you know, ex expends a lot of energy in the early rounds, which I kind of like. I appreciate that because a lot of times I'm tired of watching fighters keep doing this for the whole, you know, for five rounds straight, trying to measure stuff out. And Haney just said, let's just go. Let's go out and just let's ball out. And I think it was Haney's father who said, look, we're not here to play. Like, let your hands go, that kind of thing. And I think that that was a good, good strategy, apparently, right? You know, he won. But I would say that he seemed to have tired out very early. And from that point forth, Loma put on a boxing clinic. Man, I've never been a big fan of Loma. I always thought that he rose to fame a little too fast. He had not really earned it. I thought he had been the, you know, uh, the beneficiary of some privilege, if, if you will. But, man, I saw a boxing clinic. He hit Haney with so many uh, straight lefts that I, I was starting to feel bad for Haney, like, and Haney doesn't have, like, the greatest, like, punch face. When I say that, I mean, like, when he gets hit, you know, some boxers get hit. It's like, you know, come on, you know. But Haney, when he got hit, it was like, <laughs> every time he took a left a left straight, like, that's fake. He don't got, like, a punch. Like, he don't got, like, a good punch. Like, a take, he need to practice his taking the punch routine. Like, like you hit, like, all right. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, you got me. Oh, body shot. Uh. Now, now, when Haney got hit with, with these Loma straights, he was <laughs> so he got that little hair on the top. Like, I'm sorry. Anyway, back focus. So I thought that Haney 
just took so many straight lefts. I don't I don't know like how did the judges miss that? And again, I'm not I'm not here to you know condemn them or whatnot because they're professionals. I'm not. But what I'm saying is, how, Loma beat the crap out of Haney. I, I don't know how else to say it. And um, like I said, I would have been cool with a split decision in favor of Haney, uh, in favor of Loma decision. Like uh, Haney lost. I'm sorry, Haney lost. This was as bad as who, who who was that? Who was that fight between? It was between Floyd Mayweather and Jose Luis Castillo, something like that, right? You remember that fight? Like I remember that fight. This is that moment. Um, I hope Haney does what Floyd did, which is realize you lost, you you, you lost, right, and come back better than ever. Ever, even he in uh, Floyd even gave Jose Castillo a rematch and beat him pretty convincingly in the second fight because he learned. But no, make no mistake, Floyd should have a loss on his record because he lost to Jose Castillo, no question. And I think the only way to rectify the situation for Haney is to run it back, bro. You got to run that back. You cannot go on in your career with that performance against that guy and then try to, you know, make, make us all come along. I'm not going anywhere with Haney no more. I'm, I'm, I'm stopping here. I need to see that fight back because that was a loss uh, for Haney. I'm sorry. And again, I'm not a boxing expert and I respect the experts. Let's get it clear. I respect their, their judgment, but from a fan's perspective with the understanding that I don't, I'm not an expert. Haney lost the fight, man. I mean, who, who are we kidding? He lost the fight. And he lost on in a lot of different ways. He lost in punch totals because sometimes I'll forgive a bad judgment or what I perceive to be a bad judgment as long as you know some things make sense. Like if Haney outpunched Loma, I'm like, okay, cool. But in this case, Loma outpunched Haney, outworked Haney, and Haney was like, like he was just happy the fight was over. You know, at some point, I mean, this guy was getting tagged. Now I heard a lot of people say, "Well, it was the body shots that really made the difference, bro." A body shot can't overcome what I saw. Like what I saw, and maybe I watched the fight again. Let me know if you're you're seeing it for Haney, because I know some people will, and I'm not against I, I don't want to turn this into a fight and argument about well, was, you're right, I'm wrong. Like, no, I respect what everybody thinks and says. I just want people to respect what I'm saying. I got the body shots. I saw the body shots, they they registered, I got them, I saw them, I, I was impressed by them. I'll even I'll even go that far. But man, I saw everything else too. And I saw Loma hit this guy with so many left, some so many straight lefts, and he hit him. He hit him on command almost. It felt like he can get his punch whenever he wanted. And I can't tell you how many times. What was his name? Tim Bradley or the analysts who were calling the play by play. I can't tell you how many times they said, "Hey, he can get his shot whenever he wanted." Like anytime Loma wants to get this shot, and it made me wonder, like, why is Loma not just taking it every? I felt like this was a loophole in Dan, uh, in uh, Devin Haney's like repertoire, his skill set. And, you know, he just couldn't defend against it. I mean, every time, did, did you hear what I said? Every time Loma threw it, he connected every time. So I'm wondering why he didn't just say, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just keep hitting it with the left straight. Like I, I, like he was hitting him and he was doing those little funny stuff and trying to do it, then hit him again. I'm like, bro, just come on, bro. It's there. Just go ahead. Just do this right here. Come on, Loma. It's real simple. Just do this the whole fight. And, you know, that's how bad it was, man. He just could not. He just, I don't know. He's like, he couldn't do this or something. Like, no, I, I, I think Haney is very skilled. But I'll tell you what I think happened. Here's my opinion. I think that he got tired. And, you know, if you've ever been in a competitive setting, playing basketball, any kind of sport, once you get tired, it's almost like you just can't move. Like you're in quicksand. I was playing basketball. Um, what was that last Friday? And the guy was guarding. 
I had pretty much locked him up the entire game. But once that fatigue set in, I remember one play, I just like literally kept my hands on my knees and just watched him run right past me. Like, <laughs> so like fatigue is like the great, uh, you know, the, the great balancer. You know, I don't care how good a person is, how bad a person. If one person is fatigued, everything is equalized at that point. So anyway, yeah, I did see the body shots. I, I, I looked at them. I saw them in great detail. But, man, it was the other punches that mattered to me. It's like all the other punches. Um, Yeah, that's it, man. I, I, I would have called it 115-113 in favor of Loma. What did you think? Did you see the fight? Do you think some cheating was taking or some cheating took place? Um, And then also something that was really interesting that I heard in the play-by-play. -play, I, I don't know what, what uh, judge it was, but I want to say it was Dave Moretti. I want to say that. And if I'm wrong, I do apologize. But – he was called out by the play-by-play -play analyst as the judge who scored the fight evenly for what fight was it, y'all? Somebody tell me. Somebody tell me in the comment section. It was a fight in which, I, oh, yeah, I think it was the Tank-Garcia fight. And we know that Tank knocked out Garcia, and I believe that this particular judge called that fight and said the fight was even, despite the knockout. It's almost like he ignored the knockout. So it was like the, the, the analyst was trying, was trying to put out into the atmosphere, like, this guy is known for controversy and the controversy is so controversial that it doesn't even make sense. Like if a, if a, a knockout is scored, that should have some effect on the scorecard. And according to this analyst, it did not. So, you know, that's, that's about when I was like, Oh, okay. All right. It's pretty interesting. But anyway, this made me, I'll be honest with you. This is definitely not a good look for boxing. And if I can be truthful, I don't really want to watch boxing anymore. After the Tony weeks, sudden stoppage, over uh, Barroso and now with this going on with uh, uh, Loma, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really want to watch any more fights, man, because now it's becoming a situation where if uh, a knockout is not scored, then it's pretty much left in the hands of either the ref or the judges. And in both of these cases, they seem to be getting very wealthy <laughs> at the expense of these boxes, man. This is kind of what happened against Floyd in uh, what was the Olympics is like, I'm not I'm not doing this no more because. Uh, you know, some BS is going on. But um, I, I mean, is boxing really that bad? Is it really is it this bad? Somebody tell me because I'm not a uh aficionado when it comes to boxing. I don't know everything about it, I'll be honest with you. I, um I like to fight, and of course, um, I respect just sports in general and the competitiveness of it all. But in terms of the politics, I'm not a big, I'm not a big uh I'm not, I'm not sure of how the politics work in boxing. I did know that there was some stuff going on over the history of boxing in terms of backdoor deals. Like I get all that. I get all that. But this is just I just thought we were a, a little bit past that. Um, I guess not. You know what I'm saying? I guess the politics of boxing are alive and well. And who am I to get in the between of that? Right, listen, you guys go right ahead. All right, I'll just, you know, I just won't watch it anymore and I'll just hear about it. And, but all right, they're still doing that. I'll probably, you know, probably take a break from boxing because, man, that's just, just two very, very controversial things. And again, um, I respect the judges overall. I know that I'm saying some things that contradict that point, but ultimately, I do have to respect it. It's kind of like when you're, you know, watching a crime trial and you don't agree with the judge. At the same time, you have to realize that they are the experts and they did the best that they could given the evidence. So uh, you don't know what they saw, what they were looking for, what other things were in play in terms of who said what, who did what. And quite frankly, it wouldn't surprise me if Loma was the beneficiary of this type of judging. I'm, I'm pretty sure one or two of his fighters, his uh, defeated opponents would say, yeah, I remember that. I won that fight. You know, I, I won that fight. Well, you know, 
the judges saw it differently. So this is just one of those things. You know what I mean? I hope he doesn't retire. It was very, very hard to watch Loma in the uh, dressing room or his locker room crying because that's a grown man. And on top of that, top of that, he's a boxer. So to see that he was crying, that told me that he, he really trained for this, uh, for this fight. He really cared about this fight. And more importantly, he thought he won. And I said, so do I. So, so did I. But anyway, um, let me know what you think. And thank you for watching. Throw a like on the video if you enjoy any of this. Don't forget about the Rick the Dawn podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right now. Peace.